It's time for the Daily Breeze Prep Football Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Breeze Preps or check out our blog at blogs.dailybreeze.com forward slash prep sports. Here's your hosts, Dave Thorpe and Matt Lopez. Hey folks, we are back with another episode of the Daily Breeze Prep Football Podcast. Matt Lopez here with Dave Thorpe, and it's Friday, which means it's time for another season of prep football in the South Bay. Week zero, it gets earlier every year. Football, Dave. Can you believe it? 16 glorious weeks. And it starts now. <laughs> well, we got the big one, which which has become a tradition just about every year now. Narbon at Sarah, Friday at 7 p.m. Let's jump right into it with that one. It was supposed to be El Camino uh, to open their new stadium. Deal fell through at the last minute, but it's going to be at Sarah. It's going to be a big one. Sarah's won the last three, including 41-40 in overtime last season. Can they make it four in a row, Dave? Yeah, it's a shame they couldn't open the uh, season at the new El Camino Stadium. But some uh, financial terms kind of fell through at the last minute, and uh, they couldn't get it done. So now we're looking at a packed Sarah for the showdown. Should be a, a really good atmosphere, actually. Get there early. Yes, get there early. Uh, it, sh- it should be a lot of athletes in the field, a lot of great talent on the field. I think it's going to be closely contested, just like last year's was. Um both teams, well, I was going to say both teams breaking in new quarterbacks, but Sarah did play first last week in Arizona, so Jelani, Jelani Eason got his first action as a starter. Um, Jalen Chatman on the other side, although he has seen, he saw plenty of action last year in kind of spot duty for the Gauchos. Um, but I like Narbonne in this one. I think as good as both defenses are, there's going to be a lot of scoring in this one, lots of talent at the skill positions. Uh, I expect a close one again, um, but I think Narbon has the horses this year um, on defense, especially um, to hold Sarah below the 41 points that they scored last year. So I like I like the Gauchos in this one. Right, right. And, you know, Sarah will come into this one with, I think, with a bit of an edge after losing um, to an Arizona powerhouse last week. Um, they kind of got worn down. Um, and showed their youth a little bit in the second half of that game. But they should should come back fired up, and I think they're going to make this a very, very competitive game. But I think I'm with you on this one. I like Narbonne to pull it out because, you know, the Gauchos probably remember that one-point loss from a year ago, and uh, they're looking to, to avenge it. So I'm going with Narbonne. Uh, going over to the rest of the Week Zero tilts that we have uh another big one in the south bay banning at north torrance friday 7 p.m um this is this is going to be a big statement game for both teams especially north the first game of the post mike era they're looking to prove that they can still function as a football program without him that remains to be seen dave but uh who, who do you like in this one yeah yeah you got uh malik welch kind of leading the way there for north now um, a lot of uh, a lot of new starters, so it's kind of wait and see. Whereas Banning, they kind of know what they, they have. You know, they have a returning quarterback in Miles Porter. 
returning uh, third-year starter at running back, Joe Villarreal. He's, he's rushed for just about 3,000 yards combined the last two years. So he's a workhorse, and, and uh, sounds like he's improved his speed a little bit. So looking for a big game and season from him. Uh, I'm going with the Pilots. I am too. I think it's going to be a big game for them. I mean, they are definitely trying to take that next step this season. And if they're going to do that, this is a game that they have to win. They 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 should win it, and they have to win it. So um, I like them in this one. You mentioned the guys they have back. Lots of talent. Lots of senior talent. So, yeah, this is a game I, I have banning winning. Um, going over to the afternoon tilt on Friday, 3 p.m., uh, Corona Del Mar at Palace Verdes. Dave, you know PV all too well. Well, yeah, Sea Kings versus Sea Kings. Yeah, I always uh, love when that happens. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I like, uh, well, Corona Del Mar, they have a, they have a quarterback, Chase uh, Garbers, who's, who passed for like three, um, 3,000 yards or so last year. He's, he's back. Um, so it looks like they're going to have a pretty prolific passing attack. So PV's secondary, which, which has experience, uh, will be tested. Um, but, you know, just, just because it's a week zero game and because PV likes to lose early season games, kind of lower expectations a little before they start dominating. Um, I'm going to go with Corona Del Mar, but I think it's going to be a competitive game. Corona Del Mar, interesting. Well, I I'm leaning toward PV actually. I think they're you know they're, they're going to be at home. Obviously, tough trip for CDM to make, uh, especially in the afternoon. Um, and you know it it looks like PV has a lot of talent. Um, back you mentioned in the previous podcast that we did, Shane Irwin, guy's a heck of a player. Um, I expect a low scoring slugfest type of game, but uh, PV does pull it out, I think, in the end. So I like PV in that one. Um, uh, staying in that league, uh, another big one, Rancho Verde at Redondo, 7 p.m. Redondo had an interesting offseason. A couple transfers came in. A couple transfers went out. Um, you know, lots of new faces there. Can they pull this one off against a very good Rancho Verde team? Um I'm going to go with Rancho Verde in this one just because I think they have uh, more returning and we're not quite sure what to expect from Redondo yet. Um, they could be phenomenal. They could be uh, j just okay. A lot depends on uh, how these uh, transfers pan out. So early season game, I'm going with uh, Rancho Verde. I like Rancho Verde in this one too, Redondo. Like you mentioned, lots of new faces. It's going to take some time to kind of see how that all works out. Uh, Rancho Verde, just looking at them online, quarterback EJ Stewart, he's back, 3,000 yards, 36 touchdowns last year. So he seems like a guy who might cause some problems for the Seahawks. I like Rancho Verde in this one. Um, speaking of new faces, San Pedro at 7 p.m. Friday hosts Downey, and uh, this is going to be the first time in uh, 25 years that Mike Walsh has not been the head coach. He'll be on the sideline because he's the offensive coordinator now. <laughs> 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 Hasn't gone too far, but uh, 
Corey Miller is now the head coach for the Pirates, uh, and this is going to be the first game of his tenure. Are they going to give him a victory? Uh, Downey's pretty stout. They got a lot going for him this year. I think San Pedro is going to going to be awfully good too, but uh, I'm taking Downey in this one. Yeah, I'm going to go with San Pedro. Actually, um, I think it's it could go either way. Um, you're probably wrong though, just because you usually are. But wait, wait what? Um, but uh, yeah, you know, because San Pedro's got a lot of senior talent on this team. Um, new quarterback in Austin Jackson, but he's a senior. He started twice last year. Um, you know, up front defense, a lot of senior talent. Um, so it's a new coach, but he's been there. The old coach is still there. It's changing on paper, but it's really not changing all that much. So um, I think San Pedro should be pretty good this year. I think they're going to pull out a victory in this one. So so are you saying that uh, Mike Walsh is still running the show up there? I wouldn't say running it, but he is certainly a big player in the show. His credits, you know, like like – so on the show credits, they they show him at the beginning of the show. He's not like just a name at the end, you know, on the mm-hmm. list. He's still one of the stars of the show. So, oh, okay. So he's he's got his hands in quite a bit of stuff from what I saw in practice. Okay, so, gotcha. Um, I you know what that means, I don't know, but there's not going to be a lot of change, I don't think, in what San Pedro does. So they should be fine. Um, elsewhere in week zero. Um, Lakewood at Losinger, 7 p.m. Uh, a lot of people thinking this will be a big year for the Olympians. This will be a big test for them to start the season. Will they pass it? Yeah, that is a tough test to start the season. Uh, Lakewood always always pretty solid. <clears throat> um, Losinger at home, you know, this is their chance to show how far they've come. Um, breaking in their, their new quarterback, uh, Cayman Curitan. So, um I think they're going to be fired up. I think they're going to pass this test. Olympians win. Yeah, I agree. I think they're going to be uh, fired up for a huge game. Um, lots of hype this year. New quarterback, like you mentioned, but there's a lot of talent there. And uh, I see a big season for them. I think this is just the first step in that. I think it's going to be a big win at home for the Olympians. And hopefully they get some support from the community. Um, they've been down for quite a while. And, uh, you know, hopefully the the – faithful in that area come out and support him so well yeah it was interesting uh coach porter was saying um one of the things he ran into was a lot, a lot of people in the community that used to be fans were no longer fans because they they just assume they still run run the double wing t over there oh. like, like they used to so he's trying to get the word the out double that, wing t yeah and they ran that for like 20 years at, at losing it <clears throat> So now he's trying to get the word out that uh, they're they're running a more exciting offense. But if they still want to see the double wing tee, they can go to Hawthorne and watch or uh, Torrance and watch uh, Rock Hollis and his boys. They can watch them do it and if, do it if well. They long for those days. Yes. Uh, elsewhere on Friday night, uh, Southwest College plays host to Inglewood versus Maya Angelou. Dave Inglewood, um, you. We're out there with them. You spent some time with that program, and it looks like they um, won't probably be much of a threat in Bay League this year, but they sh- things are looking up for them, it seems like. Yeah, they might be able to win uh, a couple Bay League games, uh, Bay League title, probably not, but 
Um, yeah, they're playing uh, playing teams like uh, Maya Angelou. Those are games they should win. Yeah, and they should come out victorious, get the season started on the right foot. And by the way, they're not playing their first few games at Coleman Stadium. Um, it's under repair. I was wondering about that. And so their first few home games, they will be at L.A. Southwest College. So don't go to Coleman Stadium. I'm, I'm not going. That's a that's a good thing for them. That's a very nice field they have there at Southwest College. Uh, mm-hmm. Field turf type of thing going on there. So that's a good thing for them. Yeah, and they might be uh, running some wishbone as well. So Uh-oh. look out for that. Hello. Gardena at Southeast, Friday at 7. And in a previous podcast, I... I said keep an eye on Gardena. Keep an eye way out in the future on them, but uh, keep an eye on them. And uh, I, I don't know much about Southeast, but I think this is a very winnable game for the Panthers, and I'm going to pick Gardena in this one. I'm going to go with the Mohicans as well. Oh, the Panthers as well. Former Mohicans. Mm-hmm. Go with the Panthers. Um, basically based on what you've told me, so it's yeah. your fault if, if I'm wrong. I'll take the blame. Uh... Elsewhere on Friday night, Mary Star, Bosco Tech, Mary Star playing host at 7 p.m. on Friday. You uh, know a little bit about the Stars. Tell me about them, and are they going to win this one? Yeah, they're looking good. Uh, they seem to be on the upswing, and uh, yeah, I think I think Mary Star wins this game. Um, as long, you know, Jason Gelber, their coach, he has a lot on his plate, though. Does he? It's like um, he lost a, a coordinator couple coaches he's, he's he's juggling a lot of things he's got a lot going on as long as he can manage it all i think they're gonna have a winning season hmm. starting friday i i'm with you i like mary star in, the, in this one um just from what little i know of jason gilbert seems like a good coach pretty um you know pretty straightforward guy and, and seems like he, like he knows what he's he's doing and he knows what he's trying to build there they always run the ball well so um i like mary star in that one uh, St. Bernard at Santa Clara, not going to be an easy drive, um, but they're going out there. Uh, who do you like in this one? Um, well, based on uh, St. Bernard's uh, numbers and, like you mentioned, that drive, mm. I'm going to go to Santa Clara. Yeah, I was thinking that way, too. Um, looking at Max Preps last year, it looks like Santa Clara didn't win a game, so... That might come into play here. <laughs> um, they they do have 38 players in their roster. St. Bernard has 22, which is you 22. know just enough to field a complete offense and defense. So, yeah. and most of, and you know half of those guys aren't even going to play. That's so a, that's about what Peninsula finished with last year. And as we know, they didn't finish the season. Yeah. So I I I hope they can finish this season. Um, this is. In a perfect world, considering that Santa Clara didn't win a game last year, this should be a winnable game for them. Um, but the numbers make it tough. Um, actually, some of those were forfeits. That's, that explains why they didn't win a game. Uh-huh. I like Santa Clara in this one either way. All right. Uh, going over to uh, Hawthorne. They're going to be hosting La Kenyatta Friday. Um, I'll take Hawthorne in this one. They... they Lost some key guys from a pretty solid team last year who surprised some people. They knocked off El Segundo uh, when most people never saw that coming. Um, but they do have their quarterback back this year. Marte Mapu, I believe is how it's 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 pronounced. Um, he's back. 
Carlos Jacobo's back at receiver, so they have some guys back. They should be able to score. Not sure how good the defense will be, but uh, they should have enough to win this one. Yeah, I mean, two programs who have uh, struggled uh, in recent years. Uh, this is a chance for Hawthorne to get a leg up against another struggling team. I'm going to go with the Cougars. Uh, Westchester on Friday playing host to Southgate. Um, just uh, from what little I've heard about and seen about for the Comets this year, should have an okay team. Um, they have a good receiver on offense, Jamari Blakely. He's like five foot eight, but he's a very quick, shifty kind of guy. Um, so he's he's actually one of the better receivers in the area. So so he should he should be he should have a big season for them. They're going to score some points. Not sure about the defense, but I do think they have enough in this one to knock off Southgate. Yeah, West, Westchester has gone pretty low, um, but it looks like they could be on the upswing. I'm going to go with the comments. And then finishing off in the eight-man football ranks, it's going to be uh, Chadwick going to Santa Inez to take on Orcutt Academy, um, who's actually a pretty strong team in the eight-man rankings. They are kind of a perennial playoff team. Um, probably when the – if they're not out yet, when they come out, they're going to be probably top ten in the eight-man rankings. Uh, so that's a tough one. Chadwick has a new coach in Tom Coate. Um, and I'm going to go with Orcutt Academy in this one, Dave. Um, I've been talking to uh, Tom Code a little bit, and uh, he's he's focusing on defense, which in eight-man football is there's not too much of it played. But uh, lots he's, of open space. Lots of open space. Tough to have certain schemes and, and things like that. But he he played and coached at the Air Force Academy. He is installing a variation of a defense that they ran there, so he thinks he can, he thinks he can make it work in eight-man football. Um, his goal is to get them out of eight-man football as soon as he can, but uh, he thinks he can make this thing work in eight-man football. So we'll see. I think they're going to have a pretty good year, but I don't see them winning this one. Um, Matt, I don't care what you say. I'm going with the Dolphins to pull out the W. <laughs> That's a Pretty ballsy pick there, Dave, but that's what you're known for. Yeah. Going on a limb. So that'll do it for this week's picks uh, for week zero. If you have any picks of your own that you want to make, you can send us a tweet at Breeze Preps on Twitter. Um, You can find this podcast on our blog, blogs.dailybreeze.com slash prepsports, and it'll be up in the iTunes store within the next week. We'll tweet out all the details on that. So... That'll do it for this week, and we'll be back to uh, talk about week zero and look ahead to week one next week.